Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mental Condition in Sports Podcast. I am your host, Elliot Allen, and I'm very, very excited to have um, another show today to be able to talk to you about the sporting world. And I'm extra, extra, extra excited because I have uh, an excellent, excellent co-host here today. I want to welcome to the Mental Condition in Sports Podcast, Mr. Mark Jackson, formerly of Jackson Sports Cafe, a super dynamite website um, that he had. Um, going back, so I'm really excited to have him here with me to co-host today to talk a little bit about what's going on in the sports world. Welcome, 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 Mr. Mark Jackson. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great today, sir. Thank you for having me here today. I'm, I'm glad to be here on the podcast and yes. again, uh, podcast. And th- again, thanks for thanks for uh, inviting me here. I'm glad to be here to speak to the people about the sports world today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming. Uh, we're gonna get right into it as I as I like to do. I don't like to waste a whole lot of time. Uh, in the mental con- mental condition in sports podcast because there is so much um, going on in the sporting world as we like to do we like to take it with a little bit of a different angle we get into the nuts and bolts of sports but at the same time we just kind of approach it with a little bit of a different twist to kind of give you know the listeners out there a mental standpoint from what do we think about it to really dissect it just a little bit deeper than just the nuts and bolts and then we bring it back to the nuts and bolts because we are diehard sports fans here uh, on the mental condition in sports. So on the top of the table is something that's um, tough to deal with, but at the same time we have to, you know, deal with it as such, and then we'll get into it from the, the, the nuts and bolts part of it, and that is, of course, Mr. Kobe Bryant, the untimely death of a legend, of a superstar, of an all-time yes. uh, great, and certainly a future Hall of Famer. There's so many different things on the table, and it's really kind of ironic I don't know if that's the right word. Really, I guess extra sad that these things, that this event happened at this time and it was so much on the table for him. I realized that he, time is kind of funny how time goes by so fast. It seemed like he just retired to me. But he's coming up to his four years and he will be going into the Hall of Fame this year. That's going to be some kind of uh, induction. Yes, it will be. uh, Induction for him to go in this year. But it is four years he's going to be going into the Hall of Fame uh, this year, obviously, everybody knows he was training his his daughter who was on the plane with him. Subsequently, just get that out of the way to say God rest the souls of everybody uh, in that tragic uh, event. And we uh, send prayers to all of their families and, and, yeah. and support for all of their families um, through this. But, Marky, tell us a little bit from, from your standpoint about Mr. Kobe Bryant. Well, um, I didn't know him as a person. Yeah. But uh, I tell you, I mean, when I think he, he came into, he got drafted into the league when he was like seventeen. I yeah, believe. yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. He um, played with the Lakers for like twenty years, I believe. Incredible. You know, and, he, and he said he was a diehard Laker fan. Yeah. Um, this guy was he was just a, a great, great basketball player, a great scorer. Yes. Um, who knew the game inside out? Who yes. studied the game? Yes. Um, which made him such an extraordinary person. I. From what I believe, when people talk about his worth ethic, which yes. is out the chains, yes, out the chains, and I, I, whenever he didn't want to do something, yes, he made it a point to get up and do it anyway, yes, and that's why he was so great at what he does, yes, and and that's that's what I get from him, and I think that's what the world got from him, yes, and um, you know the Mamba mentality that he had, mm. Mm. in which they talk about, he had that. Mm. So for the longest mm-hmm. since he came into the NBA mm-hmm. and even before that he, mm-hmm. he maybe just didn't even know it yes I agree. but that mentality right there it's you know and, and what y'all you know the people right now um, uh, embraced 
Yes. Was such a, a great thing. It, it goes beyond basketball. Yeah, I agree. It goes beyond basketball. It just goes to uh, how he lived his life. I agree. You know, his family. You know, how he attacked things. Yes. You know, um, it's just that the, the mom mentality, like, you, you see something. You go after you it. You go after it. Yes. And you put all your energy and your force into that thing that yes. you want. Yes. And that's how you get it. And that's the Mamba mentality. Yes. Again, not only in basketball, but in life. And that's what he was teaching his kids and his I family. Agree. I agree. From what I from what I from what I know and what mm -hmm. I've seen mm -hmm. on TV. Yes. I mean I I you know, from watching the games I know that the way, you know, uh, I know it you know it's very sad yes. you know to watch those games, but front front and center was him and his daughter. Yes. Front and center. You knew he was there at the game with his daughter and yep. the see way he embraced her and loved her, and, yeah. and, he, and he taught her the game, and you know, and he was tutoring her, teaching yes. her, yes, along with the rest of the family. You know that that's a great lesson for everybody mm -hmm. and their families. You mm -hmm. know, ever, you know, cherish your life, yes, cherish what you do, yeah. You know, uh, teach your kids, show your kids, you know, um, all the good things, you know, because time is time is short. Time is, time is short, short. and short. he's a legend. I mean, the, what he the. the you know, the years that he'd been here on this earth, he'd done so much. Absolutely. And he was beginning to do so much more. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that is why we embrace this man today. I agree. You know, I, mm -hmm. I know there was a game, there was a game yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, last uh, night. Last night. With, mm -hmm. Last played night. played Portland. Uh, they played Portland mm -hmm. in which they had the ceremony. And um, and LeBron James said uh, he, he some remarkable it. things about him. Mm -hmm. And he says, uh, he said, this is a celebration. Yes. This is a celebration yep. tonight. And it was. It was. And, no uh, and again, you know, that goes out to Kobe, and you know, um, and I feel for the families. Oh my God! Also, yeah, um, you know, my son uh, Anthony loves him. Also, he he talks about him. And he comes up with different things. You yes. know, he says to me, he says, "Dad, he says, um, what number was Kobe?" I said, "He's number twenty-four. He's number eight too." And he said, "What number was his daughter? Number mm -hmm. Mama dear? Mm -hmm. He said two. Mm -hmm. He said twenty-four and two. What's that? Twenty-six. Wow." Mm, what happened on the 26th? Wow. And I, I said, wow. wow. That's deep. I said, my son, you know, and that that is the impact. Wow. Wow, that's a great story. That Kobe Bryant had on wow. people. Wow. That's and that story. is my story today. Great story. Of how great he was. Wow. That's, that's fabulous. I mean, you touched on a lot there. I mean, I, I agree with you and... And it, and it really fits so so um, perfectly with what we do here in mental condition and sports. It's probably a poster child, um, Kobe Bryant, because of his Mamba mentality. This guy, with his mentality itself. I mean, it, you, in a lifetime of watching sports, you're a big sports fan, so am I. There's only a few people in our lifetime that you see that can match up f great physical talent with great mental ability, yeah. too really push forward uh, in the way that he did. So we saw something special. Obviously, Michael Jordan uh, had it and crossing over to other sports. Guys in hockey, like Wayne Gretzky or, you know, uh, Joe Montana, obviously a Tom Brady. Um, these people have just something special, not only physically, um, but mentally to just will their way to victory, to will their way to success, to will their way into the Hall of Fame with obviously tremendous uh, physical uh, ability. As you said, Kobe Bryant coming into the league at 17 years old. And I think one of the things that was interesting, he was so young, but he's still coming to the league. And at that point, I was dare to say his talent hadn't quite caught up yet. He still was only 17. And, but he felt 
from day one that he was an all-star, that he should take the last shot. I remember some of the early games in which he took those last shots and he airballed a few of them when he first come out. But that's to be admired to say, you know what? This kid is 17 years old. And he's like, look, I'm taking this last shot. I think Shaq was there at that time. But he still was, I'm taking the last shot. I know we got Shaq, but I'm taking this last shot. Mm-hmm. That mentality is just something's like, man, yeah. that's that's big. You know what I mean? And that's what you what you saw. But another aspect of that, as we get a little bit more into this, this, the sporting part of it is, um, and the mentality part of it, it's not that easy to get along with teammates like that. We've heard some documented stories about, you know, uh, even him and Shaq not necessarily getting along. But, you know, this is where I think winning comes into play. Uh, what's more important? And Kobe Bryant would, would if he's, you know, would do interviews and he would say, look, personal relationships, it's not really, I'm not here for that. I'm not worried about, Jordan was the same way. I'm not worried about what people think about me. The most important piece to this is winning championships. So when we go to practice, I'm not really worried about this guy got angry at me because I said this. I mean, guys like Jordan punched Steve Kerr in the mm-hmm. face uh, in, in a practice. But for him, it was just about, for those guys, it's just about winning and the execution of it. You know, seeing Kobe, I guess for me, my, my best basketball memories of Kobe uh, is when Shaq left. And that mentality was really on display. You know, that run they went on where he was doing it by himself, he clearly was very, very hungry mm-hmm. to win those championships and to prove that he can do it uh, without Shaq. And he plays some of the best basketball, yeah. you know, I've ever seen in terms of just really, really willing his way. I mean, you would just sit there watching like, man, because look, I'm not, a, I'm not a Laker fan. Uh, I'm a New York Knicks diehard fan. So I, it's not like I had an ax in the, in the fire there voting for Kobe. Mm-hmm. So it was just strictly admiration and respect. For the performances on I mean, some of those series that he, him and the Boston Celtics, man, I mean, this guy just was doing it. I mean, big time. He just really stepped up big time. And, and as I go back now, I'm thinking about who they had on those teams. I think Powell, mm-hmm. Fisher, Odom. Nobody really Hall of Famer. Absolutely. I don't Ron know Artest. Ron Artest. I don't think any of these guys are Hall of Famers, to tell you the truth. Um, Odom was good. He had a shot, but I don't. Yeah. He won't be a Hall of Famer. Right. Powell was good, but he won't be a Hall of Famer. That's impressive. Yeah. You know, that's impressive for him to be able to, you know, get those titles, um, playing with those teams. Those those teams, those guys were good. I mean, Fisher was a guy that knew how to win, mm-hmm. so that kind of fit in. And, and and Kobe showed guys like Lamar Odom how to win. Powell, right. you know, showed him how to win. Um, but again, just tremendous, tremendous. Um, Impressive performance, tremendous run um, by Kobe Bryant to be able to win championships. Because at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about. You know, winning championships. And that example that you 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 know you talked about, I I marvel at um, people who like our sons. They're not really, they didn't really necessarily witness Kobe Bryant's career at the height of it. But it's almost like an entertainer, like Michael Jackson. I'm always amazed. Michael Jackson has been dead now for 10 years, 10, 11 years. And you see kids that are like four years old emulating Michael Jackson. It's like, what, what is it that they have, that mastery that they have, that last generations 
And Kobe Bryant has done that. You know what I mean? That our kids are really looking up to him and the work that he's done. Obviously, the the video games keep these guys' legacy alive. But what they've done transcends through time. And I think right. a lot of that is their mentality. That exactly. Mamba mentality. Like, I am going to go out here and get that championship. We're going to win the championship. And that kind of brings me to the state of basketball today. Yeah. And I think that's something that we do not see um, today in today's game where there's very few players who, who have that. And I think the guys that have that, we're seeing them win the championship mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. The Golden States, yeah. um, Kawhi Leonard is really, you know, putting himself in a position now to really be the guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that the thing that's making him the guy is that he has that ability to understand how to win championships. Right. Toronto to me is such a surprise. Such a surprise. Such a surprise. Speak a little bit on, you know, Toronto from what yeah. you've seen. Uh, like you said, um, Leonard, it, it takes one person. Yes. One person to put something in your head that, like, you're a winner. Yeah. If I told you that, if somebody told me you're a winner and keeps putting that in my head, yeah. you're going to start to believe that. Yeah. You're going to start to believe yeah. that. And I, that's what I believe uh, Leonard did with... um with Toronto, yeah. When he was in, when he was in Toronto, he said, "Listen, you know, you're a winner. Yeah, we're all winners. Yeah, and we were going to win this together. Yeah. And first off, it's not just me. Yeah, I need you. Yeah. I need you. I yeah. need you. I yeah. need you. This is synergy. This is how it's going to happen. Yes. And this is how we win. Yeah. You know, and that's how we all become winners. So that yeah. when one person steps down, yes, the next person steps up, yes." And they run with the torch. Yes. And they continue that. I agree. You know, so that's what I, I believe that um, Leonard brought to Toronto. No question because right it. now, just like I said, they, they are a surprise right now. Very surprised. They are a surprise. Yeah. What are they? Uh, they're like top five in the yeah. Eastern Conference. I think top right? three. Three. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that is yeah. very amazing. Very impressive. So, mm-hmm. you know, the impact that one person can have yes. on you yes. by just saying one thing to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, think about it. Yes. You know, so that's why it's very important yes. in anything that we do. Yes. Like we speak about family, mental condition. Yes. Anything that we do, yes. the words that we say to people. Yes. Because it does affect it their does. lives. 100%. You know, I agree. <laughs> make them better or to make them digress. I agree. It's, you know, so it's very important. So I agree. He he did he did a lot for Toronto. I agree. I agree. So we might we might even see Toronto at the end. Right I now. agree with you. you uh, I agree. The way with the Inter- you. Eastern Conference is going now, I agree. you know, I mean, we can we, we can talk Milwaukee. We can talk Miami. I mean, Milwaukee is suspect. I agree. I agree. Miami is a surprise. I mean, with I uh, with uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Butler, Butler came there. Yes. You know, uh, Philly. I have no faith in Philly. Really? You know, I have no faith in them. I have mm-hmm. no faith in them. You know. Um, um, who else? Um, and that's it. it. It's open. Yeah, that's it's, it. It's open. That's it. And then you mm-hmm. know, and you got the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Um, you know, um, but Toronto's East, got a Toronto, heck of a shot. It's uh, and again, they have that winning mentality. Yeah, I agree. You know, I agree. What's important is getting there. Once we get there, yeah, it's a whole different ball game. It's a whole different ball. A whole game. different ball game. So it's going to be a very, interesting. very interesting to watch. Very, very interesting to watch. You know. It, that's an excellent point you bring up. You know, you could break that down a little bit team by team. You look at the Milwaukee Bucks. I, I'm, I, I think I feel about the Milwaukee Bucks how you feel about Philly. I just don't know. I think everybody's high on on Giannis. Clearly, the man has got great raw talent. I just don't know when it's on the line in the playoffs. Can he 
step up a level because the playoffs are different. Yeah. And again, it's just amazing that Kawhi Leonard showed those guys, that young boy, Sayakam. Listen, it's clear to me that he watched Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard and he probably was sitting there like, I can do that. I can do what he's doing. I What he's bringing to the table, I can do that. And he has done it because I, I don't want to throw shade on him, but the truth of the matter is there was only one change that allowed them to win a championship, and it was player for player, DeRozan. Yeah. DeRozan basically for Leonard. Mm-hmm. And that was the piece because Toronto had been there numerous times in the past. My man, um, uh, what's the point guard? Uh, Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. I tell you, I was never a fan of Kyle Lowry's. But when Leonard came there, mm-hmm. it was something about he was able to elevate Kyle Lowry's game that was like, you know what, I got to give Lowry credit because I didn't think he was that good. He was one of them type of guys, he kept making an all-star team. I'm like, I don't know about this dude. But when when he, you can see in his game now, it's a different Kyle Lowry. He has a different mentality. A few of those guys there, they take and make big shots. I'm not seeing that as yet. It could happen, mm-hmm. but I'm not seeing that yet with the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I like Philly, so I'm a little biased, but I, I'm not seeing that yet with Philadelphia. I'm a little concerned with Embiid, mm-hmm. injury. He seems to play pretty big. You know, a lot of people make fun of him when he cried, but I actually mm-hmm. like that because it showed that he really gives a damn. He wanted to win. I love Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's some things you want to see him improve with his shot. Um, I just think that they have a pretty good team if they can pull it together, but a lot of it is just going to be, you know, the flavor of the day is the yeah. mama mentality. You've yeah. got to really believe well, that you can win. Yeah, Ben Simmons, double-double guy, triple-double. Yes. You know, double-double-double, yes. triple-double. Yes. Every night, that's yes. he. He has yes the capability of doing that. Yes. Why he doesn't do that? Right. I just I'm don't know. Sure. I just don't know. No, it's frustrating. You know, it's very frustrating yeah. to have a yeah. tall point guard like that. Yes. You know. Yes. He can. He can do you on the inside, he can do it the outside. Yes. I mean, I mean, you can have. I mean, get you a little what short jump shot. Yes. I mean, you don't have to have a three point jump shot, yes. but if you have it, that's good. Yes. Listen, you'll be unstoppable. I agree. I agree. You'll be unstoppable. I agree. I agree. Feline quickness. Yeah. A man, this guy is what, 6'8". Feline quickness, can handle the ball, can jump out of Who's the Who's the last point guy like that? Magic Johnson. Right, and right now, I mean, we got another one right now, but that's, an- that's another yeah. story right there. I agree. With, with I the agree. man, but well, I'm, if, even if you put that man in the category, I agree. even if you just speak about that, the yeah, last man to do that, and we speak about this guy, Ben Simmons, yes. come on, man. Yeah, I agree. Come on, man. Yeah. You, you can I do agree. this. I agree. But, you know, and, and, and that goes back to what we're talking about with Kobe. That's the difference in Kobe Bryant and, you know, just so many other players that come through the league. The mentality, that's all it is. Because Ben can do physically same things that Kobe Bryant can do. Yeah. But it's the mentality. And I, and I think sometimes as, as fans watching the game from the outside, we don't really realize that there are players and they are NBA professionals, but they don't really believe. They don't really believe and they're there like, yeah, we're here. But they don't – I remember years ago hearing this, and I was like, that didn't make sense to me. When Jordan was in the league and they were winning all those championships, and this is a guy that I love. I love his game. I loved how he played. Grant Hill mm-hmm. was doing an interview, and he said – and at that time, obviously, he was very young in the league. He maybe had four or five years in the right. league, and he says, well, 
We're just going to have to wait for Michael Jordan to retire before we can start winning championships. And I thought that was so strange. Like, why would you Why would mm-hmm. you have that mentality? Like, you're younger than him. You lost already. Yeah, you lost already. You, you, you're the guy coming up. My attitude would be like, oh, I don't want him to retire. I want to beat him. Mm-hmm. Why would I want that? I want to beat the man. I want to beat the man. I don't want him to, well, we took it because he retired. That's, look, Kobe had that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's first All-Star game. He wanted to go right at, at Jordan. He mm-hmm. always felt like, I want to be as good as Michael Jordan. And that's the mentality to me yeah. that you kind of have to have. And I think that a lot of the league don't believe they can win the championship. Yeah. They don't want that. They don't believe it. Like, oh, you know, we play, but I don't think I can yeah. win the title. And you and that comes out when the playoffs hit. Mm-hmm. That comes out, you know, in certain guys and, and, and vice versa. One of my favorite guys in the league is Damon Lillard. Because I feel like he plays so hard. When the playoffs come, he comes to get it. Mm-hmm. And I love to see you know, players with that type of mentality. Like, we're not friends, and we come in here to win the game. Right. Another yeah. name I'll, I'll put out there, we can discuss that, is Kevin Durant. Yeah. Oh. What do we say? Uh, you know I, what I mean? Go ahead. Uh, you know, as a player, again, I, I, I would never have done what he did. And going to the, go, go to the team yeah. in which they were up Three games, yes. I believe. Three games. Yes. Right? They could have beat them. Yes. And to surrender and go and play for them. Yes. That is unheard of unheard in of. any unheard of. sport. Unheard of. You know? That's that's just like, you know, Magic Johnson. Yes. Going to the Boston Never would have happened. 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 You know? It, that, that's unbelievable. Unheard of. Unbelievable. Unheard, unheard of. of. You know? <laughs> so from that aspect... From the sporting aspect, yes, I can never respect him for that. I agree. I agree. Never respect. I him agree. For that. I like him, but you know, I, I agree. Excellent player, like I said, but yeah. I can never. I agree with you. Respect him. For I that. agree with you. I and the way you painted that picture was perfect because I can almost get it if it was kind of like, yo, this dude, he doesn't make the playoffs at all. Every year they don't make the playoffs. That's not a rivalry. But that was at that point, Golden State Warriors and Oklahoma, Oklahoma uh, City, they were the Thunder. They were rivalries at yeah. that point. Golden State had put them out maybe the two previous years, and that last year, listen, the Thunder had them. Yeah, they had them beat. And and you as a superstar, the truth of the matter is that that's on you. Mm-hmm. That's not nobody else's fault. You were supposed to get it done. And then for you to go and go to that team, for me, even though they won the championship, that that for me never solidified anything. Yeah. So that's why I do think him coming to Brooklyn is going to be a big piece for me in his career because work has to be done. You know, Kyrie is good, but work has to be done. And this is going to be on him. When he comes there, can you do it? You know how to do it now, obviously, because you've done it. This is going to really be his legacy to me. And he's in the, you know, we don't know what type of physic- physically he's going to be. Exactly. You know, we don't know. And Well, I mean, him going to New Jersey, yeah, you know, 
can he do it there? I don't know. I don't know. But only thing that he needed to do is tweak a couple of things when he was in Oklahoma I agree. City. I agree. I agree. Three I agree. games? Are you kidding me? I agree. The, the following year, you better forget about it. I agree. The game is done. I agree. The game is won. Yeah. We're beating them. I agree. But then it's like it's like giving that. <sighs> right. I, Damn. All right. We can't. I can't. And that right there, right. If it's that's unbelievable to me. Right. I agree. That's just life. It's like giving up on something in life. That's just life. Right. Saying, man, I didn't get that job. Right. <sighs> well, I'm just going to sit I'm home. just going to sit home now. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I can't do it now. Right. I agree. Come on, man. I agree. Fully. What's that say? Come on, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh. How do you do that? And like I said, uh, somebody convinced him that that was the right move. I just think that, and this another thing leads into, and this is kind of again the state of the mindset in basketball today, and I and I think this is true probably of basketball more than any other sport in my opinion. All of these things lead into the same thing, you know, a player not wanting to beat the best is odd. Hmm. A player not wanting to compete against the best is odd. Hmm. So when you see this whole thing, and we'll talk a little bit about this, the resting thing, where guys are resting in games. I guess I can understand. That. I'm not in the NBA, so I don't want to. I can't say too much about how physically they feel about it. Right. However, I've been watching basketball a long time, and I do know that the advances of travel, the advances of uh, you know team trainers, is not what it was 30 years ago. And those guys play 82 games. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit strange to me that now with all these different advances of medicine and, and again, travel, you talk to the old school players, they tell you, we, we had to take a regular mm-hmm. commercial flight. You know, these guys now have, these teams have their own planes to where travel is a lot more convenient. So that part is a little strange. But then what really bothers me is you'll see a situation where there's a great marquee matchup. You got TNT, you're getting ready to sit down mm-hmm. and watch a TNT game. The, the Milwaukee Bucks against the Clippers. Wow, I want to see Kawhi Leonard go against Giannis. And Kawhi Leonard is not playing. I, that's the part that's kind of like, I don't really care what coach told you to sit down. Mm-hmm. I can remember, not even remember, LeBron James talks about that. And he said when he was with Cleveland, and Ty Lue talks about that. I used to tell LeBron, yo, dude, you're not playing tonight. LeBron would be like, you got it wrong. I'm playing tonight, I'm pl- especially when a guy from is a rivalry, a guy in the league that people think is good mm-hmm. is coming to town. How do you not play? Mm-hmm. How do you that's the competitive drive? Any of us who've ever played in the playground, when that guy came to the playground that everybody was talking about, that's when he you was like, this is exactly what I want to do today. Exactly. I'm not going nowhere. I'm this. He finally is here. Yeah. This is the guy that I'm looking to compete against him because everybody's saying that this guy can hang with me. I know better than that. And you want to go out there and prove it. Mm-hmm. So it's an odd mentality yeah. that players today are backing away from that. And 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 it's okay. Yeah, yeah. How do you do that? But just like you said, even on the playground. Even on the playground. You know, like, you know, when you got teams, you got captains. Yes. I wouldn't even pick the guy. Yes. I knew the guy. Like, Absolutely. If I got the guy on my team. Absolutely. I know how good he is, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't even I pick beat him on my team. I want to beat him. I don't even want him on my team. Yes. I said, Yo, so, you know, but these guys today, I, you know, it's, I don't know. They, like yes. you said, they don't have that mentality. Yes. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you have back then, you had the Isaiah Thomases playing with the broken Ooh. finger. 
I mean, limping on one oh, leg. Yeah. And then you oh, got yeah. the, what, the, uh, yeah. the, uh, the, the phrases and all those. Bernard I'm King. Bernard King. Yes. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, those guys. Yes. Are basketball players those, those basketball are basketball players. idols right there those guys went out there to play and compete I agree. I agree you know they went out there to play and compete there was no days no days they old. sat out no none they, they whatsoever they, they didn't do that they didn't do that they didn't do that you know and they don't like you said they don't have the technology they have yep. to keep their body yep. the way these these cats do now yes. they don't they're not making the type of money that they had yes and they still did yes and they still did it. yes you know and they competed at at, at, at the utmost you know so much respect uh, to the to the old school uh, basketball players. That's how no I doubt. feel. That's how no I feel doubt. about it. You know what I mean? Because the competition part of it to me, it, it it affects the competition, and that's why you know again to keep with the theme of Kobe Bryant, whether you liked him or was a fan of his, you know, a fan of the Lakers, you had to respect what he brought to the game because he brought a tremendous fire to the mm-hmm. game. It, I was not a fan of it, so I wanted to see him lose. But that was exciting because you were like, yo, this guy is not going to back down. Yeah. And you're watching him, and, and when the game was on the line and he would be hitting shot after shot, you're like, yeah. damn, this guy is competing so hard because he didn't want to lose. I can remember uh, Michael Jordan was the same way. Mm-hmm. And I remember when that famous series against the Boston Celtics, when he had the 62 in, in the Boston Garden. I was not a Michael Jordan mm-hmm. fan either. Because I was a Dr. J guy. I am a Dr. J guy. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy coming in trying to take over and be like Dr. J? But I remember feeling sorry for him those years because he played so hard. You were like, ah, I feel sorry for this guy, man. This guy is playing so hard. He just wasn't good enough. But because he competed so Mm -hmm. hard. Now, listen, this is a young kid going against the Boston Celtics. Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, Dennis Johnson, Danny Ainge. They were legends. That starting five was legend. And Michael Jordan went into the Boston Garden and just like, I don't care. I'm going to compete. They didn't win. But that mentality is just what you like to see mm-hmm. in the league. And I, and frankly, I think that the NBA hurts a little bit, yeah. in my opinion. It does. You know, because and, of that. And like and like you said, Boston beat him down. Yes. All those years. Mm-hmm. But he stayed. He stayed. And he mm-hmm. stayed. And guess what happened? How many championships after over, that? He got over six. How many championships after that? over the hump. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm talking about. I agree. Cats never left their respective teams. I agree. You know, they lost. They stayed together. I agree. You know, they learned how to play together. Yeah. And they won. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And they won. Yeah. You know, and nowadays you got teams switching this. You know, I can't win this. I want to team up with this person. I want to team up with this person. Listen, you know, Michael Jordan stayed on that one yeah, absolutely, team. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, he made plays at what he had Paxton, That's he had right. the Hodges, That's he right. had who else? Grant, Grant um, yeah, all of those um, guys, all mm-hmm. those cats, mm-hmm. and, and those cats wasn't no superstar. Scottie Pippen wasn't a superstar player until I he started agree. playing with Michael I Jordan. Agree. Yes, sir. he made those plays. Very true. Very made true. those plays. They stuck so together. They stayed together. and They won championships. I agree. One championship. I agree. With all of those teams, Craig Hodges. Yeah, Craig Hodges. I mean, yeah, Steve Kerr. Uh, uh, Paxson, we yeah, even had Paxson. Yeah. You know, these guys, they, they stuck together. Shooters, too. Shooters. shooters. They I actually mean, had Trent Tucker for right. a while. Remember? Yeah, they were shooters. Yeah. And it's like, wow. You, you, they're like, you're going to get open. Don't worry about it. Yes. Just, you get open, you just make yes. sure you make the shot. Yes. And that's putting confidence in yes. your players. I agree. And that's what makes people better. Excellent giving them point. confidence. Excellent point. You know, if, you don't, if, you, if you're always going to, you know, look at them like, oh, man, come on. Right. You're not going to get no confidence, you know, and that's the reason why you're probably not winning. I agree. <laughs> you know, I agree with you. If you give players confidence, I they're going to knock it down all the time. I agree. 
knock it out the you know. I agree. You know, that's that's a really good point because you see certain players in the league, and I think a name that comes to mind right off the bat is Inquadala. Inquadala was in the league for mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Years. But when he went to Golden State, he clearly learned something because he was a different player. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. He scored a lot of, mm-hmm. lot of points. He was in Philadelphia. He scored a lot. Of, I think he was even an all-star. But when he went to Golden State, he had a, he learned a winning mentality that was just made him different to where it was like, man, this guy, he's a big part of what we do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't he was scoring 30 a game, but what he did was, what he brought to the game, was yeah. tremendous because he just learned. And those guys, I give them a lot of credit. They learned together yeah. how to win. If you go back and you look at the chart of it, when Mark Jackson, Jackson. was there, he yeah. started that. Mark, yeah, Mark, Mark Jackson. Jackson. That's his yes, team. He, he yes, brought he in did. all of those guys, yes, and did. they just, the piece, I don't know if I can say that Steve, because when you have a coach that won a championship, that does matter because he can bring to the table that winning mentality either a player on the floor or a coach. If I have to give Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr any credit, I would give him that credit mm-hmm. to say that he was able to instill in them, this is what you have to do to win a championship. And they did. Because they were winning a lot of games with Mark Jackson. They were close to 70 games. Question. Mm-hmm. If he would have went to the Knicks, would he did that? Mark Jackson? Kerr. I don't think so. Because remember, that was on the table yeah. for him to go. He made the right decision. Yeah. But I don't think, you're right. I don't you think that would have happened. Mark Jackson. Yes. Made that team. Yes. Mm-hmm. Curry was a little short, yes. scrawny cat. Yes. You know? Yeah. And, you know, that yeah. people, not, not a lot of people knew about. Yes. You know? Yes. He gave him the keys. Yeah. He said, listen, you go out there and shoot your... Do, yes. shoot, do, you got shoot. the green light? You got the green light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the green light. Yeah. So, Mark Jackson made that team. Let's get, yeah. let's get it right. I agree. If Curry would have went to the Knicks, Nothing. who knows what would have happened? Yeah, he would have been fired just like everybody else. Let's be honest. He'd been fired just... And look. Let's transition. Let's 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 touch on that for a few minutes. Uh, the New York Knickerbockers. I'm a diehard New York Knicks oh, fan. Man. My man here sitting across from me is as well, and 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 I I'm really dumbfounded as to the situation with the New York Knickerbockers. Did we listen? At this point, we've been about ten years in the in in this, and the Knicks have just been a, a complete abomination for ten. Whole years, in your view, in your estimate, what in the hell is going on here? I I, I, I couldn't call it. Yeah. I could not call it. To be yeah. honest with you. I mean, that's another team. They switch up players. They yes. do everything. And yeah. I mean, uh, it's just unbelievable. They're not getting the right players yes. there. Um, yes. I mean, they got the money. You know, right. the question is, why don't players want to come play for New York? Is it? And, and New York is the mecca. Yes. That's what kills me. Yes. But I tell you what, everybody wants to play. Against yeah. the New York Knicks, in you know the garden, why? yeah, because they're throwing up, yeah, big points. But why? Why would a guy not want to? Why would a guy? Let's 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 put a name out there. Why would a guy like a Kevin Durant? Why would a guy like a Kawhi Leonard not want? This again is a competitive thing to me. I look at it. Me and you both played as kids, and I look at it like. That's no greater opportunity for me. If I was a pro player, I'd be like, I'm definitely going to New York because I know if you have to have that confidence, though, because if you doubt yourself, then I think you would say, I'm going to eat eaten up in New York. Mm-hmm. But if you know, like, I'm going to win a championship, I'm telling you right now, whoever's a superstar in the league, they will get eclipsed by a player that comes to New York and wins a championship. I know people are going away from that now and saying like, oh, it's not what it used to be in New York. I think that's ridiculous. I think that if you win here in New York, 
there's nothing like winning in yeah. New York. Those guys, these teams didn't even win a champ. First of all, well, let's let's talk about the team that won a championship. Walt Frazier walks around. I don't even think he walks on the ground uh, in New York. He floats yeah. if you see him yeah. because he won a championship. Willis Reed, all of those guys. The teams that didn't even win championship. Pat Ewing, mm-hmm. he doesn't walk on the ground either. Charles Oakley does not walk mm-hmm. on the ground in New York. Latrus Freewell does not walk on the ground on New York. Allen Houston does not walk on the ground. These guys, they didn't win the championship, but they were really, really good. And that was something. Larry Johnson. Yeah. Walks to, this, these guys are legends in the New York area. Legends. In, 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 these guys have been retired now for 15 yeah. years. But they are, if they walk in any room mm-hmm. right now, so the true. place goes crazy. If they walk so into crazy. the garden, the place goes crazy. How do you not want that as a player in the league? What is going on here? I, it has to start with upper management, I believe. Uh-oh. It has to. I have to it believe that too. It has to start with upper management. Mm-hmm. You know, what? What is? Who? Who's running the Knicks? Yeah, I agree. That's the question. Who's yeah. running them? Yeah. I mean, the big, big, a big name they throw out there that's running them is the owner. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that that is the only thing that I can think about, yeah, you know, too. because they me did too. have quality uh, uh, managers, you know, um, and people on the staff. I agree. Quality people there. I agree. You know, that yeah. know basketball. Yep. And they got fired. Exactly. Ain't got fired. <laughs> fired. I've never but, seen nothing like that. So it has to come yeah. from the upper management. I agree. Dolan. You know, that's all I can think of. That's all I can that's think all of. I, that's all I can think of, you know. That's been the common denominator for the past, you know, 10 to 15 years is Mr. Dolan. That's the common denominator. I mean, sometimes we we take it for granted, the names that have come through here. And because those names get, and I think this is, in, in the players' defense, this is one of the reasons why I think a lot of players are afraid to come here because you have people who are absolute legends and, and they get so beaten down that people dismiss them like they don't know basketball. Listen, Larry Brown is one of the greatest yeah. basketball minds to ever live. Yes, he and is. And he got bounced the hell out yes, of here and within two years, and people yeah. treated him like he don't know basketball. That's an insult. Yeah. That yeah. man knows basketball. And wh- where did he go win the championship at? Exactly. And look at who he did it with. Yes. Yeah. Look who he did it with. And it was, they didn't have a lot. That yeah. was just a team that was built. To play basketball the right played way. Played basketball the right way. Played their position. I don't even think anybody on that team is a Hall of Famer. Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace? Is not going to be a Hall of Famer. Rip Hamilton, good. He's not a Hall of mm-hmm. Famer. Chauncey, good. He's not going to be a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. In this day and age. And they beat the Lakers yeah. when they had Shaq and Kobe. Yes, they did. Rasheed Wallace was on that team. That's incredible. Yeah. And you want to tell me that that dude don't know what he's talking about? You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that. Say That's what you right. want about Phil like Jackson. Said, I hate yeah. the Bulls. You can't tell me Phil Jackson don't know what he's talking yeah. about. He knows. Lenny Wilkins. Mm-hmm. He's in the Hall of Fame as a coach. Exactly. And a player. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, yeah. say what you want about him. He does know basketball. No basketball. All these people getting fired. Who's that guy he brought into Toronto? Yes. Yeah. What's um, Donnie Walsh? Mm-hmm. Donnie Walsh, yeah. He know basketball. Paces, yeah. He know basketball. Well, these guys, all of these guys were fired. I tell you, and it's just, I don't, I, I don't know. And and what's even more scary, I like uh, Barrett, but I'm just not sure that he's the piece that can really um, t- 
turn the franchise yeah. around. You know, looking at like Zion, like I Zion. Can't see it, not yet. Obviously, we haven't seen much work, mm-hmm. but Zion has that thing. If he can stay healthy, he has that thing mm-hmm. about him that's like, yeah. all right. Even if it's just a mentality that he has, he gets guys on another level. That's right. like, oh, we could do it with him. Right. RJ is good, but I don't can't feel that. Yeah, I don't feel can't that with him. It. He's good. I don't want to. Now, if they got another play, he'd be excellent. Mm-hmm. The another number one. I don't feel like he's a number one. Zion appears to me to be a number one. Number one, the guy. A number one type of a guy. If again, just a lot is riding on his health. Can he stay healthy? Um, but you can see it already. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys are winning. Pelicans are winning right. some games since he since he come back over there. Right. So, um, very very interesting. Very disappointing. Like I said, with the New York Knickerbockers. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say. It, 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 they don't even have any luck. They can't even get the first pick. Yeah. Which I see Golden State getting the first pick this year. I could be wrong, but and then sometimes you know, even if they get the first pick, they still mess it's, up. It's still, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 They still mess right. up. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. It's right. It's still right. mess up. But I tell you, you know, it's a, it would be a smack in the face. Next year is going to be interesting because Kevin Durant comes back, Kyrie Irving is healthy. The the, the Brooklyn Nets going to do something. Okay. That will be a tremendous embarrassment to the New York Knicks that if Brooklyn goes to the finals or Nick if they Nicole. win it, oh, my goodness. That's going to be a problem. And I think, listen, they're, they're, they're going to take my show off the air, uh, but the only way that the Knicks organization, I think, can fix this is if the fans, us, stop going to the games. Yeah. You're right. I mean, that, that's been that's, said before. That's, that's the only way it's going to yeah. work. Because, and I guess you can't blame him. Mr. Dolan is a businessman. And at the end of the day, we can say whatever we want, but he can, if he was sitting in this room right now, and probably with no microphones Mm -hmm. on, he would be like, let me explain something to you. I'm selling out the garden every night. Every night. So what are you guys talking about? What are you talking about? It doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what I do. (laughs) I'm selling out the garden every, listen, Pat Riley left here. I tell this story all the time. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't talk about it, but he left because, and look, I love that team. I love John Stocks. Mm-hmm. Pat Riley had a deal on the table to trade John Stocks for Mitch Richmond. Upper management said no. I understood why they did it. From from their logic was like, mm-hmm. I mean, John was the man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, John exactly. is a New York guy. Exactly. He headbutted regiment. We love that here. Yeah. We're in. We're New from York. the New York area. That's what yeah. we love. We had Anthony Mason yeah. fighting in clubs. We love that. Charles Two Piecing. Charles Two Piecing people, intimidating people. <laughs> yeah. Big Pat, intimidating yeah. people. Even Greg Anthony punching yeah. Michael Jordan in the face and rumbling. We had crazy people on the team. We liked that. Mm-hmm. Mitch Richmond was a regular. Look, I just come. I do. I drop thirty a game mm-hmm. and I go home. That's it. You ain't gonna hear no peep out of me. And the management was afraid. Like I ain't get rid of John Stocks for no quiet guy like that. But I guarantee you that was a peep. Pat funny. Riley is a genius. As you can see, of course, what he's doing in Miami, he knew that was a piece that he needed, and he couldn't get it because they were worried about ticket listen, sales, ticket sales, <laughs> ticket sales, ticket sales, ticket sales, and it cost them. It cost them dearly uh, a lot because I believe they would have had an excellent chance to to get over the top with um, Mitch Richmond, and I think mm-hmm. you see that to this day. That. I don't know. From a business standpoint, what can you say? I am doing what my job is to make money if you're an owner. And we're doing that. We're doing that at a clip that's better than teams who got superstars. We're probably making more money than Milwaukee Bucks. And y'all got the number one, you know, 
Yeah, most popular player in the, in the league, arguably. But we y'all don't even make close to what we're making. So exactly, yeah. How do you kind of you know reconcile that? I just think that I don't know. Even when they go to the meetings and they and everybody's putting their their numbers on the, on the table, the Knicks can hold their head proud. Yeah, we have the worst record in the league in the last ten years, but look at our numbers. Look at, the numbers. Look at our num. Look what we're bringing in. So, yeah. and I think New York is the only place like that. In LA, if LA sucks, they ain't going to the Lakers games. Miami, my 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 father's down in Florida. He's still a New York Knicks fan, mm-hmm. but when he was down there, he was like, you know what? If, if Miami's not good, they don't come. Right. They don't come to the game. If they're not good, they don't come to the game. Most teams in the league, if the team is not good, no ticket sales. But New York, some reason, always there. <laughs> and it hurts us, you know what I mean? It, 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 it's as tough, fan, man. Yeah. As a fan, it hurts us because it's really been so long. Mark and I, every year in the beginning of the season, both of us are always super excited. Yeah. And by the 10th game, we're like, we're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that's it. You know, maybe next year uh, we'll see what man. we could do. <laughs> Did you, you know. catch the game? <laughs> yeah, you saw the game. Nah, I didn't see it last night. You know, it is it is what it is. Um, uh, we're going to we'll finish up with talk a little bit about Super Bowl. Maybe by the time most of you guys hear this, the Super Bowl will be over. And talk a little bit about that. Um, who's your pick? Well, I'm going to go with Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with Kansas City. Yeah, right. Definitely too. Kansas City. Me too. Me too. Me I know too. Garoppolo. He's you know, 49ers is a good, good deep, you know, good offense defense. But I'm, yes, that cat Mahomes is. He uh, looks like the real deal. He's just the real yeah. deal. He yeah, he looks like the real he deal. He comes through, so it's going to be a good one. It's so great to see, um, and you know, again, in, in football, football is an interesting and a different type of sport because it can run hot and cold, especially at a quarterback position. Yeah. But it's special to see a young kid like that, and he's different. Mm-hmm. You know, his, his skill set is a little bit different to be so dominant. You know, usually, usually those type of guys is kind of like a flash in the bucket, but this guy just really seems like to be the real deal. And I think this is a big step for him. Great step. If he can yeah. win the, the Super Bowl, wow. Big step. This would be really, it, it, yeah. it, it quite frankly can be a key step to actually changing the position of quarterback. You know what I mean? And, and transition it to something else that we haven't really seen. So I think this is a very big, very big. This is a very big uh, deal. And to me, it's like, how can you not? My, my little guy, my little son is graphically against uh, Mahomes. But, you know, I think this is going to be a really, really, really interesting. I think I think it should be a high-powered, high-octane yeah, game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, I think it'll be high a high-scoring high, game, high, yeah. high game, which is always good to see. Yeah, very um, exciting. It's going to be a very, very exciting game. I look I look forward to yeah, it. So do I. Um, look forward to seeing, you know, I think this is always great when you watch. This is why I love sports to see the new crop rising. And then it's always in the side of your, your head, well, what's going to happen to the old crop? Mm-hmm. I'm not a Patriots fan, but I'm curious what's going to happen with that team. You know, you're hearing rumblings yeah. that Brady may leave. Yeah. You know, I talked a little bit on, on, on the podcast last week about how do you handle aging legends, aging superstars, is my belief that you ride it to the wheels fall off. That's what I think. Yeah. When you have guys that are winning your championship, I always, and it's funny because I'm really looking forward to, I think ESPN is going to do the documentary on the Bulls mm-hmm. in June. I think they've been working on that sucker for like five years, so right. it should be excellent. And I, and even Jordan 
Scottie Pippen said this the other day. There's a little bit of bitterness in them because they're like, we could have won more. But management made a decision to say we're going to go in a different direction because we don't want to hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. We want to kind of transition and maybe... But to me, if I if I was uh, in that position, I would feel like I would, I'll hit rock bottom. I want to make sure that we maximize... At the end of the day, if the Bulls could have won, and I didn't want them to, but if the Bulls could have won eight championships, I would have wanted them to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about a Tom Brady. You know, you want to see, you want to see them get beat and soundly put out. Boxing, I like you know boxing that way. You want to see that guy that was a champion mm-hmm. finally get stretched out on his back. It's not you know just never nice to see that a legend, but that's the that's sports to right. me. Like the torch torch really got. Past, and I think you kind of see that with Mahomes. Yeah, I'd see that too. I mean, that that's the way that's the way it should be. Mm -hmm. Just pass the torch. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and know that there is new people coming in. It's a new era. Yes, new era in quarterbacking. I mean, you not only have to stay in the pocket. Yes, these these young cats can run. Yes, and that's that's what makes them so dangerous. You know, so pass the torch. You know, pass the torch. Every everything in life is going to improve. Yes, nothing stays the same. Everything is going to improve. You know, and just you know. Pass it gracefully. Yes. You had your time, you know. Yes. You put in your work, you know. And these cats, look at it. These the young cats is coming up now. They looked up to the Tom Brady's, you know. They, they, you know, their mindset was like, how does this guy do it? Yes. How does he do it? Yeah. And then when they grasp it and figure it out yeah. and they take it to the next level. Yes. That's how things should be. That's improvement. That's improvement. Yeah, that's, that's how life should be. Yeah. And and kudos to him yes. and to all all of the uh, all, you know young quarterback actors. Yes. You know, and, and Garoppolo who's in there now yes. is, is a nice, is a great quarterback. Yes. You know, good quarterback. But yes. you know, kudos to them. And and, yes. and that's how it is. Yes. Like I want to take every little bit that I can from that person who's been there. Yes, the knowledge yes. of that person that's been there. Yes, I want to take it, receive it, add know, on. Break it down and add on to that. Yes. And I want to make it better. And then I want to give that to the next person yes, and yes, pass it on. Yes, yes, So that's how life is, you that's know? And that's how sports be. is, you know? That's how it's and supposed it, to be. Yeah, and that's how exactly mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be, but sometimes we don't see that. That's, you know what? That's a very good point you, you make. And sometimes that's the danger in seeing a guy who's an all-time immortal type of a player, like a Michael Jordan, and that's why, again, you have to give, we'll end it even here, that's why, again, you have to give Kobe Bryant such credit because sometimes when you have somebody that's so good, I can remember, man, when when um, Jordan was in his prime. At that time, they didn't even have cable in my neighborhood. And my father bought one of those big satellite dishes. Right. And with that satellite dish, you could be able, you would be able, this was before NBA League Pass. Mm-hmm. And, but you can move the dish and you can pick up any game that you wanted. Right. They, call, they used to call it the backhole station. It was cool because there would be no commercials and mm-hmm. stuff. And I wasn't a, a, a Bulls fan. I was a Knicks fan. But I used to watch the Bulls when they were playing against a team that I finally was like, yes, this guy going to give it to Michael Jordan tonight. And again, this speaks to his competitiveness, that he knew that. Mm-hmm. He knew whether it was, I remember guys like Mitch Richmond, mm-hmm. Spreewell. Yeah. Guys like that came in the league, and he knew, like, oh, you think this guy can hang with me? Watch what happens to him. And it was not a situation where he was like, I'm just going to play my game. No, 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 no. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show him within the first five minutes of the game that 
He's not he on my level. Me. He can't touch <laughs> me. And he would do it. And I would be livid looking at it like, man, this guy is something else. Yeah. But Kobe Bryant had enough nerve to look at that and not be intimidated and say, you know what? I'm coming for that. Because when you have such greatness sometimes, it stunts the growth of a sport. Because people just concede. Oh, this guy's... I can't do nothing with that. He's that good. But I think that's the true mentality of evolution of a sport is when players can look at somebody and be like, this guy's the man, but guess what? I'm coming for him because I'm watching him and I'm going to add on to what he showed me, but I'm going to have my own flavor to it. And that's when you see, to me, true greatness. But that's hard to do because when you see somebody who is dominant, you know, the, 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 the Muhammad Ali's and the... Michael Jordans and the Tom Brady's and the Floyd Mayweather's guys that are just like, oof, mm -hmm. how do you touch that? I have great admiration for somebody who have enough nerve to come in and be like, no, I can touch it. I can touch it. But that that's why they say that these people come yes, every life, decade, once, us, in every, once in a lifetime. Yes. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't have a lot of people that think like that. Right, right. You know, once in a they come in once in a lifetime, right. you know, right. and you take a look, listen, another prime example. We didn't touch it is LeBron James. Yes, I said sir. you had Michael Jordan. Yes. Okay. Yes. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Now look at LeBron. Yeah. He's taking it to unbelievable level. Another level. Unbelievable level. Another level. Mm -hmm. unbelievable. You know, so mm -hmm. like you said, and, and, and it comes once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. We've been privileged to see. Yeah. You know, uh, LeBron James's you know career, just a guy making it to the finals nine, ten straight times is just I don't even know it's unspeakable. Um, but again, it's a mentality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a mentality that he has. LeBron James actually is delving into that area. Yeah, he has big time. Uh, his own um, app, app yeah. out that he's talking about how important the mindset oh my is that is a, that is a, and i believe the app is called calm I yes yes and he says he says in there he says you you know the um in one commercial here i believe he says it says you know um um people master the physicality of it mm -hmm. when when you master the mind yep you master everything yep your mind controls everything Isn't and, that deep? and that is so so I, and that goes me back to Kobe, you know, the Mamba mentality. Yes. You know, and then you have LeBron talking about. Yes. The mental. Yep. Side of it. Yeah. You know, mastering the mind. You master yep. your mind, you can do anything. 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 And, and that is so important for our kids to yes. know that. Yeah, I agree. You know, and like yeah. you said, our kids love the game of basketball. Yes. You know. Yes. And um, when they hear this man, uh, an icon, he's another icon, LeBron, talk Absolutely. about this mastering the mind and Absolutely. the mindset. That's a, that's a wonderful thing. That's Absolutely. a beautiful thing. I don't think a lot of people don't think about, don't talk about that. But that's something that should be talked about. Very important. Very important. Very you important. Know? Master the mind in sports. Absolutely. You know, education, everything. Absolutely. You know, you do that. Absolutely. You can go, you can go far beyond anything. And you know, anywhere in this world. And some of it is, um, I don't want to say trivial, but some of it is things that are not hard to do, but you just have to have an understanding of it. One of the things that I heard LeBron James say was. He said, you know what's a big part of the mind for me? And he was like, and, and people can understand it, is rest. Yeah. Rest. He was like, you know what's one of the biggest things that I do in my training is rest. As hard as I work, I also understand that rest is important. Mm -hmm. But here, here this part, not resting on game night. 
Because the guy don't take, they don't take no time off. He don't play that resting. Uh, uh, I got to rest tonight. He don't right. do that. He don't do that. What they call the thing now, though, um, a load management. Mm-hmm. He don't want no part of that. But understanding that I go to the games, because look, I, I guess we get it. You know, guys are young. You come into the league. You want to enjoy yourself. And I get it. You know, you don't want to just work and then when it's over, you're like, I never had any fun. But at the same time, you're there to do a job. Mm-hmm. So when you go to practice, it's it's strange to me to guys are hanging out in the club to 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. If you could do it, cool. Mm-hmm. But it don't make sense to me if you're going to do that, but then you need to have work load management. But you was in the club to 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. You can't really do that. You know what I mean? That's Those of us who have regular 9 to 5 jobs, mm-hmm. we can't call into work and be like, I need a day off, dude. I was in the club last night uh, to 4 o'clock in the morning, and yesterday I did work here. I had a lot of reports mm-hmm. to do. I need a day off. You, right. you know what I mean? You can't really... Can't do that. I wish we could do that, yeah. but we can't do that. You know what I mean? But a lot of it is just, like you said, you know, such a, a, a mindset thing, and it's a it, we've been privileged to see in our lifetime several players who, mindset-wise have mastered it and to watch them do their thing to me I have such admiration and just watch them in awe not so much for what they're physically doing Mm -hmm. but you watch a guy like a a Floyd Mayweather Mm -hmm. because you realize that mentally he's where he's really beating people his mindset of knowing I can't really be beat a LeBron James and ultimately will end it with Kobe Bryant his mentality was just something special to watch as he performed on the court. No matter what the situation was, clearly believed that he can win the championship. He clearly he believed that there was no shot that he couldn't make. He clearly worked his behind mm-hmm. off in practice. He put the work in because he understood uh, how much that was going to pay off. My wife heard an interview with him, and I didn't know this. He was saying that he was not good at basketball. He was saying, oh, even though his dad was a pro, he was like, I, I wasn't one of those guys that because my father was a pro, it came easy to me. He was like, I sucked. I was not good at all. I had to really work extremely hard to get, just to be okay. Mm-hmm. So that's where you kind of understand why he had the mentality of like, none of you guys on the team can tell me nothing because I'm not, this is hard work. And that's the mentality that, you know what, we can all take away from that in uh, his death, no matter what it is that you do, if you're into sports, the kids that are into sports, or just working hard in your jobs, working hard in school, to have that mentality. And, and I think Mark said that earlier when he said, you know, it's kind of disappointing for us to see people who just give up on things because it didn't quite go your way. Say, so, oh, well, I didn't get the job, so I'm going to sit at home for nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to see people strive, push forward. Um, that's the example I think that you saw with him on the basketball court yes. as well as you saw with him in his personal uh, life to strive to get his family to where he wanted it to be. Uh, you know, He's an interesting dude, and we got a chance to see him grow up right in front of our yeah. eyes. And we got a chance to actually see him. He, you know, Obviously, when he came on the scene, he wasn't married. Mm-hmm. And we got a chance to see him go through being a single guy and whatever tribulations and he went through. We got a chance to see him get through that. Right. And ultimately be looked at as one of uh, admiration for just being a family man. Yeah. And that's just as important to me as him being uh, a basketball star. So any closing remarks you want to have on Kobe Bryant, we'll close it out. 
Yes. Um, like I said, um, we we like you said we had the opportunity to see him grow up on on TV as a basketball player and as a person. We had the opportunity to see greatness in front of our eyes. Yes, you no know, question. And uh, as he said, uh, Ellie was saying that he was not good in basketball, but what he did, he worked on it. He worked on it. He yes. worked on it mm-hmm. and he worked on it some more. And that's what made him great. Yes. And that's what will make all of us great. If we just work on yes. everything that we want to do. Yes. Each and every day. Do something toward what we want to do. Yes. You know, and that will make us great at what we do. Yes. Never settle. Yes. Absolutely. Have that mamba mentality. Absolutely. 100% I agree. And I thank you guys for listening to us on the Mental Condition in Sports. Hopefully you guys... Uh, join us again in the future. We're definitely looking to turn up the heat. I enjoyed co-hosting with Mr. Mark Jackson. It was a pleasure having you here Thank today. You. We're definitely looking me. forward to having him come back and join us again. And, and you know, we're going to definitely talk on the other side of the Super Bowl. I know everybody's going to have a lot to say about that. Um, so everybody have a powerful, powerful week, and we'll see you right here again, Mental Conditioning Sports. Everybody have a great day.